Hey, man, what's up? Come on in. Not much. Hey, there was this big package at your doorstep. Here. Huh, I wonder what this is. Did you order something from Amazon? Not recently. Oh, it's from Corona's Chicken. Corona? Like in, from the Kingdom of Corona? Like, who are you in contact with, man? Ha ha, very funny. Remember that fried chicken restaurant we ate at last year at the way station on the way to record that episode of the Retro Rewind podcast? Yeah, you mean the one when we saw Kung Fu Hustle? Yeah, that one. Yeah, but man, that was some good chicken. Well, I stopped there on the way to do Retro's episode on Homeward Bound back during Snowpocalypse. Yeah, why didn't you invite me along for that one? You know I am a lover of the canine type. There was only one seat available on the pod, and you were playing host to your store manager at the time, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway, I entered a raffle while I was there, and apparently I won something. Really? That was nearly a year ago, right? Yeah, I thought I would have heard something before now, too. It was a grab bag, so I don't even know what I was supposed to... I didn't even know what I was supposed to win. What is that? No idea. There's another box inside, but it's but there's nothing written on it. The invoice just says D33D117. Well, that's an odd-looking thing. Yeah. I wonder what this thing is made out of. It doesn't look like plastic, but it kind of feels like it. Must be a vinyl figure of some kind, but I have no idea what it's a figure of. Any idea? Man, my expertise is in action figures. This, I have no idea. Well, I guess I'll have to figure it out later. We got a show to record. Ready to jump into what is sure to be a prodigious episode? Yeah, let's kick that digipig. Cartoons. The Animated Frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. Its continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. of the Cellcast. Joining me today is a very prodigious person. Welcome, Jacob. Huh. Yeah, anyways. Uh, why, thank you. Let me introduce our co-host, a man who's wondering why he's being chased by a enormous red beetle. <laughs> Welcome, Drew. See, I was under the impression that the extremely dangerous animals were in Australia, not Japan. Yeah, well, they have a tendril of a popping up everywhere through a digital port maybe maybe not uh before we jump too far into this trivia time for last week's episode yes uh the question was if i can get that to go down uh what english voice actor came out of retirement for digimon adventure try do you know the answer jacob yes i do but i want our audience to figure that well, out first. i mean i already have an answer from the audience yeah so josh seth yes he, Josh Adams was the only person to answer this, this week. Really? And, uh, of course, Joshua Seth is the voice of Ty. Yeah. He had retired before this point. Yeah. So. how I'm mean, curious, but like, how long was he retired prior to that? Give me a minute. I will look. <laughs> okay, so 2007 to 2015. Oh, okay. And he has con- 
done like two things after these six. One of them being Digimon Last Evolution Kizuna. Kizuna, yeah, that was a movie. Yeah, and then something called Busted. Oh, okay. Where he played himself. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Interesting. That answers your question. Yes, it does. Thank you. Anyway, Jacob, how are you doing this fine, fine Christmas week? <laughs> doing pretty good. Busy, like usual, drawing, working, uh, getting, trying to find gifts for fam for family. There again, I I have still shopping. I've I well, we're doing um, stockings this year. So, it's, and there again, most of my family is on a keto diet or a low carb diet or something like that. So you can't do you can't do. Uh, can't candies a, a, or anything, a diet where you can't have joy because of the food pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. But it be like, Hey, be like family members who have lost a ton of weight due to that. So it's on for them. Hey, if, if it works, it works. It works. Me, so I like food. <laughs> that is understandable. Um, so yeah, I've been rocking my brain trying to find just these little things that sound really, really cool for, uh, for stocking servers for a, a different type of stocking. But other than that, I'm doing very so well. Is it a shoe instead of a sock? It's a sock. Mm -hmm. It's a very large sock. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, we're not doing shoes. That'd be stinky. I'm just double checking. You said it was a different kind of stocking. So, I mean, yeah. it's either something that's not a sock. Maybe it's a silk stocking. <laughs> that would get too weird too fast. Especially with Jim. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's the only one I know how to pick on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, my week's been pretty good. What about yours? Uh, it's been all right. Uh, had a nice, slow weekend. Mm hmm Nothing too dramatic happened. Right. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to my four-day weekend coming up. Lucky. On, actually, and I got two four-day weekends in a row. Oh, fun. One for Christmas, one for New Year's. Nice. The only problem is, when I looked at the calendar originally, I thought it was Thursday, Friday on both of them that I was having off. Hmm. It's actually Friday, Monday, because they changed it sometime in the last two months, and I didn't know it. Oh, fun. Because I didn't get the email, and I didn't know to, think to look at the uh, sheet when they posted it, because I just thought, oh, it's the same holiday sheet I had last time. Oh, fun. <laughs> So that's more on me, admittedly, but you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't get the three day weekend because uh, Christmas is here, falling on Saturday. I'm off Saturday, so I get my natural two days off. Oh. Yeah. So it's not be like I get off. Be like it's off Friday. You get a three day weekend, which would have been amazing, but it didn't happen this way. Maybe next year. I don't know Maybe. when this falls. This next well, year, probably a Sunday. Probably. Because I don't think this is a leap year. Otherwise, we'd have to get ready to, to go vote again. Yeah. Not getting into politics. You. Uh, anywho. Uh, so no, it's on a Friday next year. It went backwards? Yeah, it went backwards. So next year, Christmas will be on a Friday. I disagree with, disbelieve you, but I need to look for myself. Hold on, that said November, never mind. 
I looked at it wrong. <laughs> I said that. I was like, Darn it, you're right. You are completely right. You are completely. It usually moves forward a day. Yeah. I was looking at November 2020. It goes forward two days. Yeah. So I was looking at November 2020 instead of December 2020, which falls on a Sunday. Fun. But you're off on Sundays too. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm off on Sundays. You don't get anything. Snarf. I've been where you are, my friend. (laughs) Yes. Uh, All right. Unfortunately, you don't get to stay until lockup and watch out and get to kick everybody out of the store. No, I enjoyed kicking people out of the store. <laughs> I've done been there, done that. Yes, Josh, he meant twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. You notice I don't I don't correct him at this point. I just let him say what he wants, unless he says Warner Brothers when he means Walt Disney again. <laughs> I've gotten better at that. I guess you have. I've gotten a lot better. Doesn't mean I don't still listen for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jacob. All right. What have you been watching besides um, Digimon? Digimon, yes. Um, I watched a certain movie that came out uh, this last week on Friday. Mm-hmm. Maybe related to the poster in the back and the toy in front. Also known as Spider-Man No Way Home. Indeed. So did I. Oh, e- oh my gosh. That's a fun movie. That is a fun, very good movie. I don't want to talk too much about it because if you have any interest yeah. in watching Spider-Man. Go watch it. Go watch it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Even if you just want to see how bad could this possibly be? How pandering could it possibly be? Right. Go watch it. Find out for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't learn just, from the internet memes or anything like that because it's the internet. Don't be like my mom who got <sighs> spoiled on uh, on the Mandalorian because it took her a year to watch it. Oh, okay. Speaking of which, I have not watched all of Mandalorian season two. Doing my best not to spoil a moment <laughs> that my mom got spoiled. You probably already know about it. I already, probably do, but I'm not going to touch on it because I don't want to even get close. Got it. I, I know about the scene. I don't know the context leading up to it. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Anyway, anyways. So yes, I watched Spider Man No Way Home on Friday on Friday on Friday night. Uh, had an amazing time. Um, other than that, Sunday we did a Bible study and we watched uh, another Black Adder. another episode or two of Black Adder, and then Robin Hood, and then Robin Hood, of course, which was the one we reviewed. Yeah, the one we already reviewed. So go check that. He's the fat one. On, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that that is all I've been watching and. Wow. And a lot of YouTube. A lot of YouTube. A lot of YouTube. Yeah, a lot of YouTube. What about you, Drew? I can tell you precisely what I watch because it's all written down here once I bring it up. Ah. So, as always, I watched Hawkeye last week. Yeah. I watched uh, Star Trek Discovery. The newest episodes mm-hmm. of both of those shows. Right. Uh, this afternoon, I watched a little movie called Godzilla vs. Megalon. Huh. Which introduced Jet Jaguar, the giant robot. Jet Jaguar. Yes. What is a Jet Jaguar? Is it a Jaguar it, that's... No, make- it, let, I will show you a picture. If I can hit the right buttons on here. Okay, so you get see Godzilla's doing something, but the guy holding on to Megalon. The oh, dude. 
The silver dude. Oh, okay. It's a robot. It's a robot. It's a giant robot. robot. He's also the hero of Godzilla Singular Point, if y'all want to watch that anime. Oh, okay. No, Josh, I do not mean Ultraman. I mean Jet Jaguar, because he's the one who fought with Godzilla. Oh, okay. Cool. This is actually the only movie he appeared in until Godzilla Singular Point, if I remember correctly. Um, but that was interesting. Uh, I watched another episode of Comey Can't Communicate, because that... She is just so cute when she can't talk. I don't know a better way to explain it other than that, but the way they draw her when she's going through her anxiety. Oh, okay. So it's just like, it's like oh, I want to help you so bad, but you're so adorable at the same time. <laughs> also, I hate the person they tried to make. She, she became friends with this week. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, because of certain things I don't want to discuss... Mm-hmm. I realized I needed, I was actually behind on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'd been behind for five years. Really? Because I did not watch any of the Netflix uh, oh, Marvel shows. right, yeah. And because of two things I don't want to discuss, but there are two reasons why this mm-hmm. became apparent to me. Mm-hmm. Most of you know at least, well, probably both of them are, probably, but yeah that mm-hmm. i watched episode season one episodes one two three and four of daredevil mm. i've seen a few episodes of that that series this is really good yeah i think i know why you probably i think i know you're probably taking as long for the same reason i am because there's a, some of those scenes where it's just like <laughs> can i fast forward please <laughs> Good night almighty, that's a bone. <laughs> yep, pretty much. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, good, he, good night. If if, this, if it's this bad, I can't I, I hate to see what Punisher's gonna be like. <laughs> I know he's in there. Well, it is Frank Castle. <laughs> but I still hate to see what Punisher's gonna be like. Hey, don't get me wrong, I I understand uh Daredevil is a does torture people to get information. Yeah, he's a street that, level yeah. superhero. But uh and I did see something in the Daredevil episode. I think it was episode three. Mm-hmm. That I think there was a nice callback to. Oh in yeah, no way home. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it now. Right. Maybe in a special Patreon episode. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Uh, so I I did that. I also, of course played some final fantasy 14 okay because i'm still working through the main story on that the story wednesday night when i played it stabbed me in the heart and asked if i wanted more to which i said no i have to go to sleep after watching that thanks (laughs) a lot it was one of those where after the scene ended it's like why does my heart hurt I don't have a heart. It's not a heart attack. It's not that kind of pain. This is like, ow. And this is not going away. I was emotionally drained. Oh, been there. After watching this particular scene. Not telling you what scene it is, because I do want people... I don't want to spoil it for people, because that game just... That that expansion just came out. But uh, it it was like, yeah, y'all have gotten really good at this storytelling thing, which is saying something when you go back to the original... When you go back to the base game, mm. it's like huh, some of this is kind of awkward <laughs> in the terms of the writing and the acting. Ah. Uh, but they got re- it gets really good. Um, 
I've made it to the moon finally. Oh, good. And I met a bunch of rabbits. Of course. But they weren't making rice balls. Oh, okay. Were they, were they had they... never actually seen what a, one of the, one of the funniest moments is when they re, cause what they're doing is they're trying to, they're essentially building an escape craft. I'm not going to tell you how they're doing that. Okay. But they're making it for all the people on the planet. The thing is they've never seen the people on the planet before. Hmm. They don't know anything about the culture. All they know is they, they assume they, they base everything off of, this person that was up there called the Watcher, who I'm not going to tell you who that is, but let's suffice it to say he's 12 feet tall. Oh, okay. And they realize, oh, you're not children. Bear in mind, my character is like five foot six, mm. about as tall as we are. Yeah. He says, oh, you're not children. Holy crap! Your entire race is this short. Hey, uh, guy who's works on construction, I need you to. Go into the residential areas and shorten everything by about a third. <laughs> yes, I mean everything right now. We don't have time to waste. The planet's going to be destroyed in about. Uh, it's going to be destroyed soon. You don't have much time <laughs> because now we can fit more people on this. Because they thought they built it for people twelve feet tall, so it was like what twelve plus four yeah. feet. So it's like, yeah, I bet I bet you could fit a few more people if you lowered that by about a third. Pretty much. <laughs> You can get at least a whole nother deck out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Josh, I don't know what Dragon Ball reference I made. A Dragon Ball he reference? He says I made a Dragon Ball reference. I didn't make a Dragon Ball reference. Well, I, if what made, are you talking about, Josh? If I've made a reference, it was a Sailor Moon reference. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was making... A long, drawn out one, but it was a Sailor Moon reference. I thought he was talking about... Bill. I was like, oh, the, okay, over like the movie review oh, wait, 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 Over wait, wait, the wait. Moon. Okay, Josh, you don't know this, do you? See, the thing you're referring to, the bunnies making rice balls on the moon, that is not something Dragon Ball made up. That comes from ancient Japanese folklore. It does. It's the same reason why uh, Sailor Moon, her Japanese uh, nor- uh, human name, mm-hmm. Usagi Tsukino, yeah. means rabbit on the moon because it's based. On, it comes from that folklore since so she's Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I think Usagi Yojimbo comes from that, too, for a more Western reference. Huh. I sense. think. Do not quote me on that. And also think about the uh, the movie we reviewed last year of Over the Moon. Yes. On Netflix. Same thing. So that is not a Dragon Ball thing. Mm-hmm. But I understand where you're coming from. And if that was a Dragon Ball thing, that would be a deep cut, because I don't think most people have actually read the first season. Hmm. Re- read the first story arc. Of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball. Oh, Dragon Ball. He said Dragon Ball Z. I'm saying, no, he did say Dragon Ball. I'm mm-hmm. saying, but uh, most people probably don't remember that. And so technically that doesn't even come from Dragon Ball. That comes from Journey to the West because that's mm-hmm. what that first arc is based yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, now that I have just gone off on a <laughs> ton of rabbit trails. <laughs> Pun intended. Hey, if it works, it works. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, uh, and also the fake forest made out of crystals. That was interesting. And tile floors. Tile Instead of grass and, and wood and wood, you know, stuff to make the, for the park setting. They right. Use tile. Wow. And crystal trees. There is at least water that looks at least real. Right. Also, I like the joke uh, after they a- after they start rebuilding, they try to say, "Oh, you want to go see the residential district? You know, there's a lot of good housing there because <laughs> you know all these MMOs have housing, so you can have your own personal house in the game for some reason." I say for some reason. I'll never afford it, so I don't know anything about it other than my FC has one. 
They say, okay, we're going to transfer you to the housing like we've done with every other major town. Have fun. Oh, it's not working. Where are you teleporting to? No, no. <laughs> we end up on a pathway and hear a conversation we weren't supposed to overhear, but we did anyway. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's been an interesting moon trip. <laughs> that is to true. To say the least. And I didn't even tell you why we went to the moon. <laughs> oh, that is, that, that is. That's that an is. entirely other it's entirely other kettle of fish. That is true. I did forget one. At level 34, by the way. Not, uh. not 34. 84. Not at 90, which is what I expected. <laughs> Wasn't in game. So I did forget one. I did forget one thing that I did over the weekend. I did go to a family a family Christmas reunion. Huh. Uh that was a lot of fun. I think I sprained my back playing with my younger cousins. Well, that's what happens when they treat your uh, spinal cord as a <laughs> jump rope. Yeah, I was, I was a human jungle gym, which always, I, I, I'd be like, trampoline, what, not a trampoline, be like, that That would have been bad, but boinky, I, I, boinky, 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 exactly, I, I did get pinned to the floor by uh, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, no joke, that happened, <laughs> but Sounds either like way, you had tons of fun this week, yeah, exactly, for the next two days, my back is aching, it's like, ow, it was so worth it, ow, <laughs> But yeah, I had a great time. I got to see uh, cousins I had not seen in years, and uh, got to catch up with a lot of people, a lot of family that I, you know, haven't seen in a while. And uh, it was great, a lot of fun. And um, yeah, hoping to do it next year or earlier. Either way, so while, yeah. while you're talking, why don't you go ahead and tell us the news? All right. So in the news, the nominees for the 49th annual Annie Awards have been announced. And there is a plethora of for the field of animation. So I'm going to go into the nom- the nominations or the uh, the nominee the the fields and the nominations. Yeah, it it kind of gets repetitive through this, so just bear with me for a minute. All right. So special effect features uh, to Bell, Enchantro, uh, Ray and the Last Dragon, the Mitchells and the Machines, uh, Vivo, uh, best character animation. Uh, uh, Enchanto, Luca, Ray and the Last Dragon, The Boss Baby, The Family Business, Wish Dragon, a best character design feature, uh, Luca, Rhea, uh, Ron Got Wrong, Mitchell's, The Mitchell's versus Machines, and Vivo. Best director, again, Bella, Enchanto, Flea, Luca, uh, Mitchell versus the machines, uh, best production design feature, bell, Raya, Ron gone wrong, the Mitchells Vivo. And this kind of just repeats over and over and over and over and over again. The fact it's that it's the same seven movies, it's the same seven movies. And the fact that, uh, Ray and the last dragon got nominated for pretty much all of them. <laughs> well, it deserved it, right? Ray and the last dragon is probably what I consider the best animated movie to come out. This Indeed. Year. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so and I say that having not seen Bell yet, because we're watching that sometime next year. Next year. Uh, Enchanto. I say that like it's not next month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Enchanto. Or not Enchanto. Encanto. Encanto. That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Encanto. I apologize. No, we don't mean uh, where the first Pokemon generation was based. <laughs> okay. All right. Bad. But anyway, all right. Uh, Disney Plus kicks off the holiday festivities this Friday, 
December 24th when Walt Disney, uh, the Walt Disney studio animated studios launches Enchanto, uh, on its streaming services, um, uh, which has just been in theaters. So if you didn't get a chance to go watch it in theaters, uh, it'll be on Disney plus. So yeah, that's all I have in the news. Okay. Well then we need to get into our spoiler free mm-hmm. uh, review of Digimon adventure. Try part one reunion. Mm-hmm. Jacob, this was your choice. Yes. For this it was. Month, Cause it's your theme month. Technically. Yes, it is. And your theme month spread out to be theme a month and a half. <laughs> it did. Because it's going, we get all six movies in one yes. month without going in February. <laughs> exactly. We've got some interesting stuff coming up in February, by the way. I'm yeah, we do. putting that out there. So just anyway, stay tuned. Yeah. So why are we watching Digimon Adventure Try? All right. So And not Pokemon. I'm kidding. Because <laughs> Digimon is superior to Digi- Pokemon. <laughs> Once again... <laughs> I know one one of our one of our fans is gonna go like, "How dare you!" But let me let me explain. So back in 1999, I just started high school, or roughly around that time, and I found this show called Digimon, Digimon Monsters, and I was like, "Wow, okay, this is really good story." And he, and he took that Digimon are the champions thing a little too literally. So from, from there on, be like, I followed Digimon through the course of season mm-hmm. two, Tamers, Frontier, Data Squad to an extent, um, uh, Fusion, which I didn't quite understand. It was not a really good season. And uh, I, I'm not one of these big, you know, enormous Digimon fan where if you walk my house, be like, it's all Digimon, which some people do that. Uh, I just enjoy it for what it is, the entertainment value. Uh, that's one of the main reasons we watched Digimon the movie for review uh, a couple yeah. of years ago. Because uh, the dubs sometimes leave something to be desired. But that the, is true. But in a funny way. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Uh, there again, that was for, that was three shorts put together to make one film. Indeed. Um, one of which actually was like the precursor to Summer Wars. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much our uh, our our own war our, our war game our war game yeah that's what it was um but yeah this was this was a um I, i'd heard i had heard about this coming up through the grapevine and i'd wanted to watch it for you know years when they were coming out with it uh this took for the span of four years to come out all six films mm-hmm. and uh, i was really interested in when this came out i was like oh, okay i'm gonna put it on the list at some point and I, I even was, said we ought to do this at some point. He did. He did say that. He did the first uh, Digimon movie. Yeah. Now, granted, there are a ton of other Digimon short films out there that hopefully we can get to covering at some point. Mm-hmm. Because there again, there are how many Pokemon movies? I've not actually counted them, but I know that Detective Pikachu is like 20 years after Pokemon the movie. Right. And I think that is real years. Right. And I think there's about 19 movie, 18 movies between them. Right. So plus those two, it's 20. That's not counting the remake of mm-hmm. Digimon, the first Pokemon, the first movie. Yes. That was fairly interesting, but either way, be like this, uh, my fondness for the Digimon franchise has always been there and wanting to fi- find out what happened after season two. Um, and this movie is this this movie is very 
it 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 opens a lot of things up opens up a lot of mysteries what's going on because it doesn't tell you immediately what's going on and uh they they span that on to six films which is something i've never seen a film do well what this is doing is taking what would be a whole season's yeah. worth of story and making the films and making it into six films and it's paced at least this first movie is because it's all i've seen so far mm-hmm. it's paced like a movie but with nice little fights every little bit in fact strangely enough the fr- i actually watched like half of this mm-hmm. on uh, Crunchyroll back in the day when it was first coming out mm-hmm. but it was edited into half hour episodes mm-hmm. and i watched the first three so i'm watching this and going oh yeah i remember this oh here was here's where that commercial break is you know this <laughs> this quick little jump from the middle of the day to night makes less sense now that there's not a uh, episode break in between <laughs> um just throwing that out there right totally um it. we'll get more to that in a second uh but yeah i'd be like and, i'm yeah, there good i highly enjoy i highly enjoyed this film there again i don't know what's going on beyond this i know a little bit because there again i kind of followed it very little uh when it was coming out and I'm real. I'm for me, for a fan who loved season two and Digimon uh, Tamers. There's a certain element they play. I think it's in episode and uh, movie five and six. I think don't don't get me wrong. I'll be yeah. like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, and you are allowed to in this instance because you are more of a Digimon expert than I am. Uh-huh. Tame, uh huh. Tame. Digimon Adventure 2 mm-hmm. is our season two. Yeah, it's our season and two. Digimon, well, Digimon te- Tamers is our Digimon season three. Yes. And technically, we've got a Digimon season four, which is... Frontier. Frontier. Yeah. After that, they started actually using the names of the Japanese show. Yeah. Because Saban and Jetix didn't have control over it anymore. No, 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 no. Until Saban got it back with Cross Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And now they, don't they, get me they started have, on Cross Wars. They don't have that anymore either. No, they don't. I, I don't even know who owns the Digimon franchise now. Um, or this, uh, American distribution rights. Well, outside of Shout Factory. Yeah, pretty much. But either way, like what I was going before, I'm, I'm very interested because there's a tidbit what I understood. Uh, I saw a clip of this and I was like, oh, crap. And realizing what connections they're making. This t- this ties back to season two. Good the first five minutes of this, after uh, after the intro when they talk about the Pokemon, the po- sorry, the Digimon Pokemon, we don't get to you. see again. Yeah, probably until another episode. Well, actually, I don't know if that's connected to the one they fight at the end, but yeah. Anyway, I'm sure it is, but not in the way I think it is. Right. Um, that first scene there where they show the quick flashbacks to the four uh, season two members that aren't in season one. Uh-huh. And I'm going, did uh, they just die? <laughs> Do you hate these characters so much you killed them? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's... I don't think they did because while this is a Japanese kids show, it's still a kids show. There again, we're in the spoiler-free section. And I don't know. <laughs> this is like... I can say this part. Right. Because it's in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. That is true. And you look at it and you go, and by the end, we still don't know what that was about. No, we don't. Anything in the first 10 minutes. No. Until Ty goes off to a soccer game, 
the the it just shows stuff it's like I have no idea what this is connected to. Yeah, it's pretty much it's basically setting up everything <laughs> that's going, going on. This is going to come back later. I just know it. <laughs> Maybe then I'll know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, be like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the other uh, the other parts. See how all these stories connect. And uh, I've heard be like, it's good, it's bad, it's kind of a mixed bag. Um, but for me personally, I like this first part. It's really, really the the part one is very well done. Mm-hmm. So, what are your uh, spoiler free thoughts? So, I am more of a Pokemon fan, than right. a Digimon fan, but I did watch Digimon growing up, right? But it was one of those shows that really felt like you need to watch it in order to get the feeling of the ongoing story. And I was never able because of age timetable. when it was on the fact that I didn't have access to a VCR at the time because my mom recorded everything for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> happens. It happens. No offense. Um, not that she's listening to this episode. Uh, I kind of, I watched a lot of the episodes, mm-hmm. but n- and so I I know I I know at least with season one, I watched like most of the episodes. Yeah, except for all the stuff on the first island. I came in after that. Oh, okay. So he had our the Palmon be actually being being able to turn into Angemon was mm-hmm. already something I knew about. Yeah. Um. So I I was there for. Uh, the new Digi Destined with Kari and Gatomon. I was there for that. Uh-huh. Uh, I was there for a good portion of the ending of that first season with uh, Myotismon. I think Apocalypmon. I thought it was Myotismon. Well, Myotismon is the, I think he's the second from last main villain. The vampire dude is the one I remember because he was the one torturing Gatomon. Not really torturing, but had her, her under her thumb. Yeah. That's, that's the that's, one I remember. That's the... Uh, I, I just know at one point after that, while she was on the team and they were back on Earth, mm-hmm. and uh, they were fighting a giant Digimon, mm-hmm. but I don't remember that one's name. Um, that might be your Apocalypse Mon. No, Apocalypse Mon is the uh, the villain at the very end of the season one. So that, that's that's the, the last villain I may not have seen one. the ending. I'll admit yeah. that. My Apocalypse Mon is very, was a very good villain. Don't get me wrong. I just, very good villain. And he I, I just remember a later. joke that at the time was poorly translated and I didn't get it. Mm. When uh, Izzy's mom says, hey, where's Tento? Tento? Who's Tento? You know, that little bug creature. You mean Tento Mon? And I didn't get the joke at the time. Okay. Want to know what the joke is? They what? were trying. They were making a joke dealing with Japanese honorifics. Because Izzy would be like Izzy-chan. Okay. Or Izzy Chan is really more how it would be pronounced. Yeah. Izzy Chan Tento Mon. Yeah. It's a bad pun. Un, yeah. Okay. Didn't get it. American. Didn't get it. Yeah. We didn't get it. Didn't and get you it. shouldn't have translated it. You should have just <laughs> edited that scene out. <laughs> that was a good spot for a commercial break. <laughs> but either way, either way, be like, yeah. And I watched uh, parts of Adventure 2 and... I remember being interested in Tamers, and I actually remember recording it on my own VCR. So by then, I had my own VCR. Mm-hmm. Tamers is watching, good. I remember watching Tamers for season three as I knew it, and that was interesting. Although I never saw how that one ended once again because you know scheduling and mm-hmm. you, it's available I mean, on Hulu if you're if I Hulu. ever want to. Yeah, uh, 
and I re- I've caught episodes of Frontier. Frontier. I didn't watch any of them after that point, or because anytime I think I tried, I didn't last five seconds. Right, because it, it gets a little heavy handed. But I do know that when um, Saban got the rights back, mm-hmm. right after they got Power Rangers back, also yeah. at the same time, they uploaded like a ton of the Digimon stuff onto the internet. I think Hulu, actually, I think mm-hmm. is where it was. And it wasn't just the English version. They had the uncut Japanese version. Really? And I actually watched some of that. And that really? was actually, oh, this is very interesting. I don't know who half these names are because these are not the names for these characters as far as I know. <laughs> They're close, but they ain't quite. Right. I'm amazed that they, how little of the editing they actually had to do to Digimon to make it work because <laughs> of how much English was already in the show. True. Very true. They really couldn't change names at that point. That's why there's so many Japanese character names for the Digimon, because <laughs> half the names are plastered on the back during the Digivolution. <laughs> Very true. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's not that I don't like Digimon. I even played a Digimon game on PS4. Really? Called uh, Digimon Cyber Sleuth. I heard of this one. It was essentially a Pokemon clone, but yeah. with Digimon. Mm-hmm. And I remember look, trying to figure out how to Digivolve them and I th- and I, I guess I'd never thought of the chaos of how Digivolution works. Mm-hmm. But when you're looking at this tree, I'm trying to figure out, okay, I want to get War Greymon. You, and, and, but I don't have Agumon, but I have this other Agumon-like thing. And I can get there if I go this long serpentine route. Right. That's like... Did he have bands on his arm? I don't remember. <laughs> this was like... Seven years ago. Right. All I remember is thinking, you know, Pokemon, Pokemon's evolutionary trees are a lot simpler than this. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little weird. Even when you've got stuff like uh, all the evolutions, it's a lot simpler than this. <laughs> but anyway. Well, well, when a Patamon turns into an Angemon, which is the no holy s- Angemon, it's like You're talking weird. to someone who forgets every time that, oh yeah, Gatomon is the same level as Angemon. That's exactly. why that, but Angewoman is, is the her. same level as was it Archangelmon? Whatever the other Something like version that. up was. Yeah. I, I remember actually that was coming up when I was watching this and you see, oh cool. Patamon became Angemon. That means we're about to say Angewoman. No, we're not. God still Godomon. Because yeah. none of them went above, what is that, the champion, champion level? level? No one went above champion level until the very end when we at least got Omnimon back. I just remember going, Gatomon, <laughs> power up, please. <laughs> I, I, don't get me wrong. You're a cool character and on. You've got a lot of stuff, but you are underpowered at this level. No, she's not. <laughs> I know she's not, but there's a part of me that's going, the same size as Agumon and Tentamon. And but she's a champion. But the same, I know this. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't know this. Yes. But half the scenes when she's interacting with, while she's a champion and they're at, what, in training? I don't remember what that level. Rookie. Agumon level, rookie. rookie. Level. I'm still going, you're the same size. You should be the same level. <laughs> I know that's not how it works. Right. It confuses me every time because in my mind... Well, okay, this is why it confuses me. Okay. okay. All the other Digimon. Yeah. 
no matter what level they go to and what their names change to. Right. To me, it's still Agumon, whether it's Greymon, Metal Greymon, Skull Greymon, Metal Greymon, War Greymon, Guru Greymon. I don't know. <laughs> Guru Greymon. <laughs> I just made up something. Okay. Guru Greymon. But it's like that with all of them. So, yeah, it's like always it's Palmon or Biomon or all the others. No yeah. matter what level they're at. It's always Gatomon, though. With other, so while they're at rookie level, I think, oh, they all went for the next level. Okay, Gatomon, where are you going to? You're going nowhere because you're already at that level. Exactly. We didn't get to see her Digivolve this episode. <laughs> that annoys me. No. Even though we did at least get to see one of the season two Digivices. But anyway. Yeah, at least two of them. No, correction. We, we only got to see one. We actually saw uh, we one, saw two, all, we all one two, three, no, no. four. Yeah, four. We saw four of them. Oh, yeah. But all the ones that we saw, mm-hmm. with the exception of TK, yeah. were the season one version of the Digivice. True. Even uh, New Girls was a season one Digivice. That is true. They at least, when they did the second, when they did TK, they at least let him have his, and it makes sense. That's the one he would have. Yeah, he, he would have his D3. He would have the D3. Whatever it's called. I yeah. think of it just as a season two Digivice. It's a D3. I know why it is, but still, okay. I did some research this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to look completely worthless okay. in a Digimon conversation. Okay. But, so at least we did get to see that there. Okay, cool. And now we're going to get to see that with Gatsumon. No, we're not. Because she's already champion level. <laughs> I just want her to at her full potential that's all it is and i recognize she's awesome she's a powerful kitty cat i recognize this i'm a cat person i should be happy that the cat is doing better than the orange puffball or for that matter the 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 small t-rex or the whatever whatever gabumon is gabumon uh i don't our, Here's the thing. He he's a he's a little creature with a with a with I a rem- coat. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that's the thing. I remember a season one episode where they were on like a frozen tundra somewhere. Yeah, that's a good and, episode. And Gabumon takes off his coat and lays it over Matt. Yeah, to keep him warm. And I'm sitting there going, "What happens if you digivolve right now? <laughs> what do you turn into? <laughs> the way the logic of this show works." It doesn't. You, you make that big a change in you Digivolve, something's going to be different, <laughs> right? You're going to dark. You won't be dark Digivolve because that was not with evil intentions, right? It's going to be something else. You're going to be I don't know, Chibi Garurumon or something. I don't know. <coughs> the only thing is, is I can make up these weird terms, and those could actually be Digimon. <laughs> they could. They could. Anyway, Digivolution is weird. Let's say that this is very weird. I tried to look it up because of something I want to bring up with you later. All right. But uh, it is very weird. Uh, anyway, we have spoiler freed long enough. Yeah. Join us on the other side of the uh, bumpers and we will get to spoiling this thing. Agumon. Don't forget that you can download. Download? Don't forget that you can't. Uh, you know, Don't forget that you can listen to us record the podcast live every Tuesday over on our Facebook page, The Cellcast, our uh, Twitch channel, The Cellcast Gaming, and on YouTube at Cellcast. 
Also, don't forget to join our Patreon if you would like to support us monetarily. At $1, you'll get our everlasting thanks. At at our $5 tier, you can get some artwork from Jacob. And on our $10 tier, you can get bloopers for every for, for every episode we've released that I've remembered to release them for. And you can get commentaries from different movies. So come check us out over there if you would like to support us financially. Every other week, join the Retro Rewind Pod as they travel back 15 or more years along the entertainment space-time continuum in their mission to review movies and games establishing what is still worth your time today. Expect fun banter and trivial insights from Francisco and Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers, and rotating guest hosts who are all out of time. Do you like Star Wars? I don't just mean the original trilogy. Along with that, I mean the prequels, the sequels, the anthologies, the animated shows, and of course, (laughs) who doesn't like Baby Yoda? Well, if you've been in the fandom for any length of time, you know how toxic the fandom can get. And if you'd like to be able to discuss a galaxy far, far away in a much more positive light, might I suggest searching out The Outer Rim, a Facebook group dedicated to all of Star Wars, and check out their YouTube channel, which you can easily find at Pop Americana, which the podcast you're currently listening to is also a part of. To find that and more, check out the link in the description. Following is a spoiler-filled review for Digimon Adventure Tri Reunion. If you don't want to be spoiled, turn this podcast off now. <laughs> Digimon Digital Monsters, Digimon are the champions. Digimon Adventure Tri Part 1 Reunion was directed by Keitaro Motonaga who also directed Persona 3, the movie number three, Falling Down, which I don't expect you to know what it is. But it's a one of the novel, the uh, anime movie versions of the game, Persona 3. Oh, okay. Part of it, because there's obviously two other parts before this uh, mm-hmm. adapt that game, because those are long games. Uh, anyway, it was written by uh, Yuniko Ayane, Kit- Kitsuka, sorry, Kitsutaka Hirota, Yuko Kakihara and Takaki Suzuki. And of course, Digimon was created by Aki Yoshi Hongo. Mm. And aren't you glad that I'm the one who had to read those names? Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, getting into the cast, Joshua Seth was the voice of Tai Kamiya. And in the Pioneer dub of Akira, not the version That's we saw, right. but the Pioneer dub. Yeah. He's the voice of Tetsuo. That's right. Vic Mignogna was the voice of Matt Ishida. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Dragon Ball, he plays the legendary Super Saiyan Broly. Really? Yes. Only Does... he's been in the movies. Okay. But you hardly ever hear him talk. You like, hear you... him growl a lot. You hear him growl. And scream! <laughs> So okay, yeah, he he played the the gra- the uh, yes. of Broly. <laughs> okay, Colleen O'Shaughnessy played Sora Takanochi, mm-hmm. and uh, she is of course in the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog two, along with her cameo in Sonic the Hedgehog one, and pretty much 
every Sonic the Hedgehog game made in the past 10 oh. years is the voice of Miles Tails Prowler. Tails. Indeed. Mona Marshall was the voice of Izzy Izumi. Mm-hmm. And then the 1981 Spider-Man cartoon, she played Betty Brant. Okay. I didn't even know there was a 1981 Spider-Man uh-huh. show. Uh-huh, yep. Because that's not the one we watched as a kid. No, that would come like much later in the 90s. Oh, yes. Uh, Phyllis Sampler, which I'm fairly certain I misspelled her name. I misspelled her name. She played Mimi Tachikawa. Okay. I bet you didn't even know these were these characters' last names. <laughs> For the most part, I did. Okay. Uh, and in the video game series Beautiful Joe, she was the voice of Sylvia, Joe's girlfriend. Okay. Robbie Damon was the voice of Joe Keto. Mm-hmm. And in Persona 5, that video game series, mm-hmm. and in Persona 5, the animation, he was the voice of Goro Akechi, which... For because of how late Goro something happens in storyline involving him, I will not say a word other than I hate Goro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. Johnny Young Bosch was the voice of TK Takaishi. Mm-hmm. And in Godzilla Singular Point, he played Yun Arikawa. Mm. He's also the voice of Vash the Stampede mm. in Trigun. And probably the most his most famous role, despite the despite how he whether he likes it or not, it will be Adam Park, the second Black Power Ranger in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, I didn't even have to look those up. I know those from memory. <laughs> Tara Sands was the voice of Kari Kamiya, mm-hmm. and would you believe she is in Pokemon? I'm not surprised there's a crossover. Well, I mean. Statistically, there has to be some. Yeah. But do you want to guess? I'll even be nice. Which Pokemon is she the vo- does she do the voices for? How many Pokemon are there? I'll give I'll be even nicer. It's a Gen 1 Pokemon. That's still a hundred and something Pokemon. It's 151. Uh, we heard her uh this we heard her voice when we did Pokemon the movie. Oh, okay. I have narrowed it down probably to about 50 Pokemon. Squirtle? You are so close, it's not even funny. Okay. <laughs> Try a different one of that range. Hmm. There, there again, I know more about Digimon I know, than I do about I, Pokemon. I, I'm enjoying torturing you. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it's a water Pokemon, I guess? No, it's not a water Pokemon. Okay. It's a grass. It's a uh, Bulbasaur? Yes, it is Bulbasaur. Thank you! Okay, I did something right. I figured out a Pokemon <laughs> reference. Uh, we had, we, I had to give you hint upon hint <laughs> upon hint to get there, but admittedly, we had to narrow it down from 950 <laughs> or so. Right. Christine V was the voice of Mako Mochizuki, mm-hmm. the new girl. Yeah. And in Godzilla Singular Point. I'm seeing a theme here. Well, I, I see the same names over and over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. She was the voice, or one of the five different voices for Jet Jaguar, specifically the baby version. Really? And if you've not seen that show, uh, that tells you nothing and 
strangely enough, it works. Hmm. Anyway, Tom Fawn was the voice of Agumon. And in Ice Age of the Meltdown, he played Stu. Which one's Stu? I think one of the meerkats. Oh, yeah. The comic relief guys. I think one of them. Okay. He wasn't in the other. I think that's the one that introduced him. I've not seen the movie, so don't quote me. Okay. I've not seen past the second movie. Uh, (laughs) Kirk Thornton was the voice of Gabumon. And he is the voice not only of Orbot, but also Shadow the Hedgehog in Sonic Boom. Really? The cartoon. Interesting. Also, Orbot, he's has played that role in uh, all the games that characters appeared in since uh, Sonic Colors. I gotcha. Just to throw that out there. Uh, Charmy Lee was the voice of Beomon. And in the anime Fairy Tale, she is the voice of Lucy Hartfelia. Okay. Jeff Nimoy, I don't think connected to Leonard, was the uh, voice of Tentomon. And in Trigun, he played Nicholas D. Wolfwood. You know why I can hear that? Now you can hear it. Now I can hear it. Wolfwood, that looks like a bug. Yes. (laughs) Or a beetle, it says. Anna Garduno was the voice of Palmon. And in the Jack and Daxter video game series, she played Kira. Okay. That was the only thing I noticed that I even recognized. Mm. And I've not even... I don't even remember who the character is. But anyway. Wait, Palmon? Yeah, Palmon. Yeah, Palmon. Mimi's Digimon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the oh, person okay. she plays in I gotcha, gotcha, Jack gotcha. and Daxter, I don't recognize. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I think it's from the new one. Well, it was from Jack and Daxter and Jack 2, the ones that quoted. Well, never mind. So, yeah. And plus, I don't think they made one after Jack 3. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. Uh, R. Martin Klein was the voice of Gomamon. And do you remember when we were kids, mm-hmm. a spinoff of Power Rangers from our perspective, a show called Masked Rider. Yeah. A villain in one of those episodes was named Turtletron. He voiced him? And he voiced Turtletron. <laughs> okay. And I couldn't pass up an excuse to bring up Masked Rider. <laughs> Okay, then. The uh, adaptation of the Japanese show Common Rider Black. Mm. I had to think there for a second. Um, Laura Summer was the voice of Patamon, mm-hmm. and she voiced Janine Melnitz in The Real Ghostbusters. Mm. Kate Higgins was the, both the voice of Gatomon and Meikumon, mm-hmm. who had like just a couple chirps in this episode. And one line. I barely a line. Yeah. But uh in Ralph Breaks the Internet, she was the voice of none other than Sleeping Beauty herself, Aurora. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Doug Erholtz was the voice of Daigo Nishima. And he played Vega in Street Fighter V. Hmm. Dorothy Fawn was the voice of Yuko Kamiya, which is Tai and Kari's mother. Mm-hmm. And in the Lupin the Third, the Castle of Cagliostro manga dub, which is the one they refer to Lupin as Wolf. Oh, okay. Because they legally couldn't use the name Lupin at the time. He was the, she was the voice of Fujiko Mine. The, really? Uh, 
the femme fatale. Oh, okay. That stole everything at the end of it. <laughs> because she does. Um, and the narrator was John Eric Bentley, who most recently voiced Barrett Wallace in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hmm. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there because we're about to do six weeks mm-hmm. of virtually the same, the same cast. cast. So, I'm assuming, at the very least, people are going to listen to this episode first. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to repeat these characters. Okay. Assuming they, you know, don't change. Mm-hmm. But in well, later they are ones, Digimon. They do change. And, well, but in later episodes, since I did not mention anything but the normal forms that we normally see of the Digimon, I right. will go into their other forms, which have different voice actors. Yes. But I didn't want to be here forever. <laughs> right. And I don't want to have to repeat myself next five weeks. So, <laughs> right. yeah. But Kingdom Hearts Connections, which uh, I'm also probably not going to repeat. See if there's any new ones going forward. But Kirk Thornton, who is Gabumon here, mm-hmm. is Syx and Issa in Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Doug Erholtz, who is Daigo here, mm-hmm. is Squall Leonhart starting in Kingdom Hearts 2. He doesn't voice him in uh, 1. Really? Yes, Leon. Leon. Because that's what they called him in mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. Yes. Because it's hilarious. Uh, or at least I find it hilarious. Uh, Christine V, who is Mako here, is additional voices in Kingdom Hearts 3. And John Eric Bentley, the narrator, was also additional voices in Kingdom Hearts 3. But that's not all. Huh. Because the Japanese, on the Japanese cast list. Really? We've got Takahiro Sakurai, who's the voice of Tentomon. He is the voice of Cloud Strife in Kingdom Hearts over there. Huh. Hiro- Hiroaki Hirata who is the narrator over there, is none other than Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, Chika Sakamoto, who is Agumon and Greymon over there, as, fun fact, none of the voices change in the Japanese versions uh, with the Digivolutions. None of them. Really? That is an American invention. Huh. But, uh, over there, she is the voice of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Really? Last but not least, uh, Daisuke Namikawa, who's the voice of Daigo over there, is the voice of young Eriquus in Kingdom Hearts 3. He's the one who is the Japanese Mark Hamill, apparently. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Which brings me to the end of our cast list. So, info and stuff. All right. So, info and stuff is available to watch on YouTube for free with commercials. It's available on um, Pluto TV and the Peacock Network. Also with commercials. With commercials. All right. Uh, it has an IMDb of 7.5 out of 10. It's distributed, distributed, produced. And production was by uh, Toei Animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, distributed uh, throughout the world, let's say. Uh, uh, AU, that would be Australia. Australia. That's what I thought. Thank you. Um. Madman Entertainment, mm-hmm. and that's also our for North America. It was for Eleven Arts and Shop Factory, and for yeah. the UK, it was Manga Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, its release date for here in the states was November twenty first, two thousand fifteen. That was a digital release. 
And in the U.S., it was released September 15th, 2016, with a limited uh, theater run. Uh, Japan, it was this was odd to me. It was first released in America, then it was released in Japan. I think this is because of whatever deal it was that Crunchyroll got originally. And yeah. It was sep- that's when it was separated into the individual episodes. That could be it. I think that's what that was. Don't quote me. All right. So in Japan, it was released December 6th, 2015. All right. So going into box office, could not find a budget for this thing whatsoever. Because there again, it probably budget. It's the entire thing. Yeah. So and that just, is the thing you're, we, we ran into already doing our research. This release, I did. Mm-hmm. Everything is the whole thing. All six movies. Yes. So there's some cut here and there. Mm-hmm. At least IMDb's being nice and mm-hmm. separating it by a movie. Yes. All right. So it's uh, U.S. opening weekend was on September 5th. Uh. $163,000 uh, gross for U.S. Canada was $190,000. And its worldwide gross was one point. Its worldwide gross was uh, $1.9 million. And its home release, there's no information on that. I can't find it anywhere. I might find it next week. Uh, so sequel, it has Digimon Try Determination. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be the next film we're reviewing. Yeah, the next one is Determination, followed by... I'm just going to go ahead and list all six right here real quick. Yeah, do it. Just so uh, just so everyone knows where we're going. So we did Reunion this week. Next week, we've got Determination. After that, we got Confession, then Loss, Coexistence, and Future. I wonder if the... Pokemon, oh, sorry, the Digimon, I'm sorry. I wonder if the Digimon they put on the discs here are important and where they decided to put them. Because, I mean, Agumon is on the disc one. Yeah. He was a major character in this. Probably Gobamon and Tintamon. Not Tintamon. It's got a... Gobamon and uh, Padmon. Palmon on on the next one. Yeah. And then... uh, Okay, every other one of these have, like, artwork, like, special artwork for it. This is literally a screenshot from the movie. <laughs> yeah. That is weird. Anyway, sorry. Mm. I got either distracted. Way. Either way. Don't we all get distracted? Yes. You were saying. Yeah, so, obviously, like, the, the sequel is going to be Determination, so we'll be reviewing that next week. Yes, indeed. That, uh... Brings us to the end of info and stuff. What about trivia? That's why I was asking if we got to the end of info and stuff. Yes, we did. Then I can jump into the summary. Yeah. All right. Ty, now in high school, feels downhearted that his friends are slowly drifting apart. Meanwhile, strange occurrences are causing electrical devices to malfunction across... And I'm assuming this is more of the Japanese version of the names because they... I don't think the ja- uh, in the original Digimon they were in Odaiba. Odaiba? Yes, they were in Odaiba. They actually did say Odaiba? Yeah, I, I wasn't it's in sure. Odaiba. I, I don't know how much of them being Japanese kids was in the, origi- was in the original dub. Yeah. It's been a long time yeah. since I watched Digimon Advent, the original Digimon. Um, anyway, minutes before Ty is set to play a soccer match, 
Kuwagumon appears and invades the city, causing electrical malfunctions. Just as Ty is cornered, his Digivice shines and Agumon appears. He digivolves into Greymon and fights with Kuwagumon, ending up at Haneda Airport. Ty gives chase by hitching a ride with his homeroom teacher, Daigo Nishijima, as more Kuwagumon appear. Ty is joined by the other Digidestined and their partner Digimon, who defeat two Kuwagumon before Alphamon intervenes and crushes the last one. Mm-hmm. After the battle, the Digidestin investigate the circumstances leading up to Kuwagumon's appearance. Tai and Matt pay a visit to Nishijima, who reveals he is part of an organization monitoring Digimon activity. Mm. As Izzy develops ways to produce easier access to their partner Digimon and seek out digital disturbances, Tai begins to fear that people could get hurt as a result of his actions as a Digidestin. Alphamon appears the next day near the Daikon Rancha whatever that is, targeting a Digimon under the care of Mako uh, Mochizuki, a girl who recently transferred into Tai's class. Yeah. With Alphamon proving too powerful for the other Digimon, Matt urges Tai to stop running away from his fears, and together they manage to drive Alphamon off with the power of Omnimon. Afterwards, Mako reveals that she is also a Digidestined, and the targeted Digimon is her partner, Mekumon. Getting into the trivia. This was made for the 15th anniversary for the Digimon franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, this marks Joshua Seth's first voiceover role in over a decade following his retirement. Mm-hmm. He had expressed interest in returning to voice Ty when fans began to message him over social media. Mm. While the cast of the digital Digimon Monsters in the Japanese version has returned for this new project, the human cast features some new actors. The English dub contains most of the original cast, but there are a few new voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vic Mignogna previously voiced Christopher... Onuma in Digimon Fusion. Like Matt, Christopher was the main rival to Mikey, the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the first Digimon entry in which Kari is voiced by Tara Sands instead of Laura Jill Miller. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Young Bosch and Christina V have both played Black Power Rangers. Adam from Mighty Morphin and Vesper from Hyperforce, which was an animated Power Rangers show. Really? Yes. We may have to look this up. Maybe. But anyway, that brings me to the end of the trivia. What is your first like? My first like would be... All right. Uh, heck, it's the, the idea that, like... Okay, in the original series, you had Ty, who was just gun-ho, be like, he did everything. He was just the, the, the leader with so much charisma and the whole bit. And you go on to where they realize, be like, Ty believes that the digital world is a video game and that if he dies, he really just, he gets brought back. Mm-hmm. And so there's this question on like, if you died in the digital world, do you die in the real life? Um, like dreams, like dreams. Exactly. Yeah. This is not a nightmare before Christmas or a, a, a nightmare on all street kind of thing. But this the, is the wrong song to whistle, but I don't care. It's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, be like tie at that point. He, he starts questioning all his, his judgments and Matt has a tendency of beating him up over it. Uh, but it, it starts that growth of that character to being more of a more mature character. And in this, they kind of continue this with Ty uh, worrying that his actions are having consequences and that someone, you know, someone could die from their from their conflicts with, you mm-hmm. know, these evil Digimon that keep popping up. So I, I like the uh, this struggle that Ty is having with. Um, it's not having any. Uh, it's having him his more his judgment calls, like when 
they're fighting um Alphamon. Alphamon, thank you. They're fighting Alphamon. There's that point of hesitation where um they, they could have got the kill shot, but Ty hesitated and that caused Omnimon to miss <laughs> yeah. or hesitate to fire. And so you you have that and you get it into the um the um the uh the extra scene during the uh the post credit you get the post credit scene where mm-hmm. it's uh where Ty is still struggling with this. He's still struggling with the uh the the responsibility and yeah. wanting to be um not wanting to cause innocent innocent lives to be uh, snuffed out due to their um due to their actions. Not to mention all the other destruction that's occurring. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, how long until you run out of buildings in the abandoned warehouse district? That is true. That is so true. And it was just, I, mean, I found that very fascinating that, that you had this character that you know, is the leader of the group, but he still struggles with uh, like holding that responsibility yeah. and not just going gun ho like he used to when he was a kid. And uh, I, I miss that because in season two, they didn't do that because obviously Ty wasn't the main character. Um, they just made him more like a, a mentor leader, which is like, you know, Ty is a mentor. That's kind of weird. Um, what you're saying a character can't grow up. No, I can say be like, yeah, he definitely grows up. He's definitely starting to grow up here. Yeah. He's definitely growing up, but he still struggles with the, you know, not the responsibility, but mm-hmm. more the, uh, the, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the, the results of his actions. Yes. That be like that people could be harmed and, there these uh these events that are going on mm-hmm. so he struggles with those i thought that was really fascinating they they continued that thought or continued that that uh that um they continued that story beat right yeah so what is your number one i love that this is a fun adventure story yeah um you get uh well you get the seeds of what they're doing with this particular series yeah uh, very early on, but at the same time, immediately after that's like, okay, yeah, it's a normal life. Uh, I got to go. I'm, I've got a, a Ty's got a soccer mm-hmm. game. Matt's got his band. Yeah, with a very Japanese trying to make an English name. Uh, <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Um, and then you've got uh, all these others people who can't make it to either one, but of course Sora's gonna try to make it to both because it's Sora. It's Sora. She's trying to be supportive of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course Mimi is Mimi. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> Joe Joe is struggling with his with his studying. Studying. You, you get all this is like it's very quickly reminds you. Okay, who are all these characters? Yeah, it's it's a nice because character. You've build got up. what eight? How many did Justin besides the new girl is there in this group? Like eight? Yeah, there's eight. That's a lot of people to have to keep up with, and yeah. then immediately say, like, okay, you gotta know who all eight of these people are in the next fifteen minutes. Yeah, because and, otherwise and, you're not gonna be able to follow the story. No, you're all. not. Yeah, it's 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 And they do a good job of introducing you to all these characters. They do. Before you even have to remember, oh yeah, there's another eight characters that are connected to them. We're going to have to we're going to have to introduce mm-hmm. you to here in a bit. Yeah. When the uh adventure gets started. But they're already showing things like, you know, the the messed up versions of the Kuagumon mm-hmm. that are going through and messing up the electrical grid. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I'm still sitting there going, Izzy, you should already know about this. <laughs> you should, this shouldn't be catching you by surprise. Yeah. As much as you're into this. I mean, you have your, we will find out he has his own office. Yeah. So, I mean, he really should be a little more on the ball right now. You, you, you would think he's really trying to f- 
figure out how to get to the mm-hmm. digital gate. Is that what it was called? That was somehow closed. I don't know what that yeah. is a reference to. If that came up in, I'm assuming the end of Digimon Adventure Two, uh, yes. or came in, or, or if it was something that happened in between two and well, it's in, in season one. The digital gate closed, but they were able to bypass it through like a uh, like a digital portal or something like that through right, the computers. But apparently, it's still closed, and so they can't get back, and that's why these other portals so, are yeah somehow up. they're popping up yeah right, and somehow our our, the our hero Digimon got through without whatever virus was affecting yeah. uh, mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah, there's a lot of these things that they don't exactly explain, and maybe and I'm willing to give that time before I call it a complaint. Yeah, to see where this goes now. If by episode six, the last one, we don't yeah. get any explanation, that's going to start becoming showing up more in my dislikes. Mm. Yeah, because it's like you you have planted seeds, you need to fill up, jump on them. Indeed. I don't expect you to figure everything out in part one. Mm-hmm. If you got a series, you got to plant the seeds now and answer them later. You have to. Or otherwise you run into J.J. Abrams-itis. Because mm. he's very good at asking questions, but he's horrible at answering them, in my opinion. But that's not what we're here for. Um, it's just a fun adventure story. You, you, you got all this stuff happening. You got... Uh, a mystery that they need to solve. Oh yes. Um, why the kids need to solve it. And the adults seem to be just content to hang out in the background with, of no, course, with no explanation. I will get more into that in a minute. Um, and like you said, I, I, this isn't about it being an adventure story, but I am going to go and throw this in there. Cause like you said, the characters are grown up growing up. They have, yeah, you can still tell they're the characters that we saw on the show. Yeah. But they are, they have, they're more aware of their responsibilities, especially Ty. Yeah. Who is, he's depressed throughout this entire movie. Oh yeah. Because he's, you know, he, he can't get his friends to come watch a soccer game. Yeah. He can't even get his sister to come. Yeah. Well, she's, she's always birthday. going to birthday parties. Right. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like, she can uh, she can see his game any old time, right? There's going to be other soccer games, and also it's, it's the fact to be like they are growing up. And they're they're, yeah, gro- they're growing. They're, up and they're, they're teenagers now, and they're starting to their interests are starting to pull them apart. Yeah, and to focus on different things, and then this event happens, and so they they all have to come back together, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that Ty, coming into this adventure depressed from all this other stuff, and st- you know, his, and he goes from being, you know, depressed. Maybe he starts to get excited when Kuagumon shows up. It's like, okay, we've got stuff happening. Adventure's going to happen. But during all that, he's seeing all this destruction. Mm-hmm. And he's old enough to start realizing destruction of property. There could be people in these buildings. Yeah. And because Agumon wasn't here, I was helpless. And that could be on me because I was the only person who knew what was going on. Yeah. And that, that, per, that felt and, that personal responsibility. Right. And that starts to pull on him throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie. Oh yeah. And Matt does try to get him out of this in the only the way, way Matt, Matt can, can, which is completely rude and disrespectful of Ty's feelings, but that's Matt. Yeah. He's the, he's the one cool customer of the entire bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause he's the cool kid. He's always been the cool kid. Yeah. Um, and he's, and, and, Ty, bless his heart, 
he that, that that's why he's so hesitant about everything. It's like, but people are going to get hurt. I think anytime any of us have ever had to deal with the responsibilities for our actions, it's very easy for us all to, to freeze. Yeah. So the fact that they actually are showing that here yeah. as something that Ty is going to have to learn uh, to push through. Because he's going to yeah. have to push through for this story. That's the only way this oh, is going to yeah. work eventually. He had to push through here to get Omnimon out. But that doesn't mean he still didn't feel the consequences of those actions mm-hmm. in that after credit scene. Yeah. Or it was in a mid credit scene. Yeah. I don't remember which one it's, it was. It's a mid credit scene. It was after the credit. It was, yeah. a, it was after the, the movie, quote unquote, went off. Yeah. Um. But and he's still dealing with that, and so he's gonna have to sometime by the last movie. He's still gonna he's gonna have to come. He's gonna have to say, yeah, this stuff could happen, but that, but as we should we should try to minimize mm-hmm. the damage and collateral damage, yeah. as much as possible. We still have to act, yeah. And he's gonna have to come to that realization. He, he kind of came to that realization here, but he's gonna have to come more to that realization as as the show goes on. Oh yeah, and I, I'm happy that they're actually doing kind of a more mature story mm-hmm. than you know the kids story we get both with well, pretty much every other digimon cartoon right because they always are what uh not junior high uh whatever the japanese equivalent of uh, elementary school is yeah in everything else because they are literally kids yeah quite and now literally. we're in high school and it makes sense that in that time they've had they would have grown up some and had to deal with all these responsibilities mm-hmm. Which then begs the question. Well, no, I'll get to, I'll get to that when I get to dislikes. Okay. What's your second like? My second dislike is the whole mystery of part one. Is like okay, we there there's some something that's happened to the other Justin is Ken Yoli, um, Cody and uh, what's his face, uh, Davis. Be like, there's yeah. some, there's something that happened to them. Uh, they got defeated in some capacity. We have no idea what's going on. Be like, why? Why is Kawagamon showing up? Who is who is this main this main baddie who showed up? What's going on? Yo. Who is the egg that didn't know? Yeah, what exactly the world that was. But he created a he, he got a soul. And it's like because the thing reads like you're reading Genesis. Yeah, pretty much. It's a beginning story. What is this? Who is this? Obviously, this is going to be our villain, I assume. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Right. For all I know, this is Meikumon. For all I know. Who knows? It could easily be the giant cat. Uh, Yeah. uh, Interesting trivia note. When I saw this originally back, was it five years ago? Yeah. Meikumon was the first time I had ever heard of a Maine Coon cat. Really? Yes. Interesting. And I want a Maine Coon cat so badly. I don't know. <laughs> I'll never be able to get one in this apartment. But big fluffy cat. Yeah, big fluffy cat. Also, I'm fairly certain I'll have to shave it daily. Uh, <laughs> and the cat obviously will love you for that. As hot as Texas is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor cat. I mean, heck, have you seen the weather for uh, Christmas? Yeah. It's eighty degrees. <sighs> As the maybe, high. maybe it'll change or will it might change <laughs> i'd be happy in the 60s yeah that's agree. still christmasy that's still yeah nice warm but 80 degrees that's when you start sweating yeah pretty much anyway that's beside the point anyways yeah so just the grand mystery of this first uh first outing this first the part one 
of reunion is like, okay, our, our characters are, they're growing up and they're like Drew said earlier, they're kind of, you know, there's are uh, their social, uh, obligations are pulling them apart. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's just profoundly mystery. It's like, okay, what's going on? Uh, who's this Mako? Who's Mako Mon? Who are these other little Digimon who are popping up? Yeah. Um, like who are sending like the, uh, Kawagamon into the real world? How are they doing it? And so this confounding mystery is like, oh my gosh, I got to figure out more. So yes, thankfully they made six movies and not, oh, here's the first one. We didn't finish it. Sorry, <laughs> but thankfully it did. Gee, I, th- I think you're channeling your frustrations with another uh, movie series, anime movie series that you may have strong connections with. Which a, one? A rebuild of something of an, perhaps an Evangelion. Oh, okay. That is taken 10 years to produce four movies. Right. That's understandable. But, but Digimon did it in three, did six movies in three years, four years, four years still. Yeah. That's a That's a long time. That's a feat. Yeah. But there again, I love the, 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 the overall story they've told in this first Mm -hmm. one that you, it's, it's be like you, you are, you are the, the mystery is left open. It's like, what's going on? What's going to happen next? And so I I find that in incredibly intriguing and want to see more. So that that's, that's good storytelling when it, when it, when it, when it gives you a hook and you catch it and you just want to keep understanding what's, what's, what's beyond this hook. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my number two. So my number two, I have to make a confession of my own. Okay. Because as much as I am a Pokemon fan, Mm -hmm. and it's what I more spent my time with, I will admit that Pokemon is missing what I would, well, missing until like the most recent games, something that Digimon has had from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that is Kaiju fights. (laughs) Pretty much. Because that's what size they are. Now, admittedly, if you actually go into the Pokedexes, some of the Pokemon are giant. Right. That are the size, but they were never animated that way. Of course. So um, the fact that we actually get before, well, obviously, Omnimon versus Alphamon mm-hmm. is an amazing fight to watch. Yes. But even before that, the Greymon versus the Kuagumon, and mm. then uh, all the champion forms with the exception of... Patomon, that's the cactus. Yeah. Right, and... That's... Yeah. Joe's. Oh, um that champion form. I can't even think of the the rookie form's name. Um Gatomon or uh Gobamon. 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 Well, Gobamon is the rookie name. Ikakumon. Ikakumon. Yeah. yeah. Either way, we don't get to see either one of those in that yeah. fight, but we do get to see them later before the actual Omnimon yeah. uh fight cuz they they do show up in Digivolve. Mhm. And but like we said before, which I think we talked about this, there's I don't know if we talked about this on the stream. Okay. My feelings on Gatomon at champ technically being a champion level. Uh I think you talked about it before. I th- 
Either way. Either way. The, I, I keep confusing the fact that Gatoman is actually champion, champion level. Because in my mind, she's the same level as she's Agumon. A, she's a rookie. Else. She's a rookie level, but she's not. But they exp- but she, they explain that in season one. Yeah. they Don't get me wrong. I remember the story because yeah. it's like, this is a surprisingly sad story for a children's show. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I understand this reasoning for the story. And I love the redemption arc because, you know, I'm a sucker for redemptions. Mm-hmm. But I... Do forget, you know, oh, what, Wizard 15 level, 15 <laughs> yeah. years later, yeah. however long it's been. Yeah, she's champion level. So yeah. she's actually as strong as Anjumon. Yeah, pretty much. And Anjumon is the stronger version at the ultimate level. Yeah. But we didn't get to that except for the 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 warp digivolution that wasn't a warp digivolution. Because we actually, they actually all got an attack off between each form. That is true. Uh, uh, Greymon, uh, Metal oh, Greymon, te- War Greymon, and then uh, Garurumon, um, Metal Garurumon, and I can't remember the other one. Anyway, I think yeah. even Agumon and Gabumon actually got off an attack too before they yeah, actually digivolved. Yeah, technically those are not warp digivolutions. Right, They're but the I mean, it's traditional it, warps. It, it's traditional, traditional digivolution, but yeah. it's taking the place of what would have been in the show a warp digivolution. That's why I said it was a warp digivolution. It wasn't a warp digivolution. I got gotcha. you. Technically it'd be a double warp digivolution, but either You or. know what I mean. Yeah, I know. They had to get to the point where they could be Omnimon and they took, they, they didn't skimp. No. They did not take the shortcut they had to take in the show because they didn't have the money or the time right. to actually go through every digivolution. That's mm. why the warp digivolution or the double warp digivolution yeah. actually exists. Yes. They, it's like, yeah, we got movie time. We got the budget. We, got we can the do budget. that. We can, we can send a whole minute for each one to go through every digivolution and actually throw an attack mm-hmm. <laughs> at this guy so we can actually do this whole cool... Warm up to us. Okay, now we got Omnimon, and he's about to kick your butt. He doesn't kick his butt, but still. Yeah. He, he at least spooked him back to the what I'm assuming is the digital, digital world, world or yeah. whatever other dimensions these things might be connected to. Mm-hmm. I'm making some guesses here. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, but the fact that we actually get giant kaiju vi- yeah. battles throughout this movie. And it's going to keep going because... We only got to see champion level here. Yeah. We still got we see more. Me- we still got ultimates and megas to go through. Yeah. And you know they're coming. Oh yeah. And then we get the introduction of and then we have the introduction of Mei Kumon. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there going, You don't just introduce a Digimon for the heck of it. No. And I don't know how the toy sales were connected to this. I don't even know if toy sales were involved in the creation of Digimon Adventure Try. Mm. Because like they would have been in all the other shows. Yeah, I, 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 I believe they did make a line of them. Well, I'm sure they did, but I'm sure that was not the point of Digimon Adventure Try. No. The point was, let's make a cool movie. Yeah. A cool series of movies for everyone to enjoy, and if we can get some toys out of it, great. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't go through the trouble of introducing two new characters for them to be just new people. Yeah. No good reason. Pretty much. So I'll be interested to see how this happens All right. going forward. Uh, what's your third like? My third like uh, goes kind of along yours. Be like it's the the animation for the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Be like you you were talking like like the animation in this movie is very well done. Yes. 
But when it comes to the Digimon fights are more often not what you would call more of a kaiju fight. It Be really like, is more of a kaiju fight. It is more kaiju fights. Uh, definitely when you have a pint-sized kitty that can punch a, a quagamon down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's just the animation in these are absolutely incredible. The the uh, the uh, the attack fight, the the um, the attack animations are absolutely incredible. The one thing I did enjoy about this, there was never one moment throughout the entire thing. The the uh, the Digimon does not pronounce its attack. <laughs> it just attacks. <laughs> yes, I was. No, we did hear a pepper breath. Agumon did say pepper breath. Yeah, he did say it at one point. He did say pepper breath. When he was the only one that was in the in, in on Earth at that time. Yeah. So he did say pepper breath, but everybody else... No, it's just... Just did the attack. It's just like, attack. that's all you need. It's like, oh yeah, let's let's tell our enemies what I'm throwing at you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, like, the, the animation of those are just freaking genius. Freaking beautiful. Be like, you're... you're uh, your special effects, your your uh, your after effects, everything. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, because it, it looks like it's it's drawn, but obviously it's digital. Yeah, it's a digital effect. But I mean, this is vector. I think most of this is vector style animation. Yeah, but it's a lot more fluid than that. Yeah, and they throw in a lot of CG two D stuff too. Yeah, in some spots. Yeah, I, I love those. I love the uh, the character the uh, the Digimon's Digivolutions. Because they changed that, they made it to more of an egg, and you become a different Digimon. Uh, uh, more on that, in my third like. I gotcha. <laughs> but uh, but overall, it's the the uh, the Digivolution animations, the fight scenes, um, the 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 Digi Destiny character animations were general at best. They're good. Do not get me wrong; they're very good animations. But when the Digivolution and the fighting happens, the animation gets cranked up. Yeah. And I just, I love that. Absolutely love that. So, yeah. Animation. What's yours? So, my third, like, I'm going to admit I'm a little on the fence on this. I'm ultimately counting it as a like because if you take the nostalgia glasses off and right. look at the transformation sequences for what they are, right? they're actually very good. They're, okay. it's, it's, an, it's very nice animation. There's only, like, one like little hiccup and i think that was on tentomons where he had to they really had to squeeze him in to fit in the egg yeah <laughs> at one at that point but everyone else uh looked good going through that transformation and i do like how um everyone but tk had their uh original digivices mm-hmm. while tk was of course using the d3 that he mm-hmm. got in season two and one assumes that when Car when Gatomon actually gets to Digivolve, we'll see Kari's yeah. uh, D3. But, like I say, I'm on the fence because I love transformation sequences. Yeah. I've, in, 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 in not just anime, but anytime they show up. It's like watching uh, like Magical Girl transform Power Rangers morph, that sort of thing. And... In my mind, if you're going to do that stuff correctly, especially with something that you've got nostalgia glasses for, yeah, the transformation should do more. The transformation sequence, even if you're doing new stuff with it, should do more to be a throwback to the original. Now, yeah. admittedly, you go back and look at the original transformation from rookie to champion. It is not special. No, it is very cheap. So they had to do something. Don't get me wrong. 
and there is some throwbacks to mm-hmm. what they did with Digimon season one and those transformations. Because bear in mind, uh, what I remember in season two when they did get regular Digivolutions back, and we did get uh, Palmon going to uh, Angemon. It was they went back to the original uh, stock footage. Yeah, for for those times. And they, that's true of pretty much all of them, and except for, of course, the newer shows, where technically it's even different Digimon. Yeah. But uh, this one, they since they did a, a reimagining of that sequence, right. there is some elements that are of that original thing, but there is a part of me that's like, you could have done more to give it more of the feel right and so i'm hoping when we get to ultimate digivolutions it's not the same as the uh champion level right i really hope we get more of a interesting transformation and uh i know we don't technically get the crests again although yeah, they're involved I'm, but i mean they don't have the actual pendants anymore yeah i'm, I'm curious how they're if they're if, i know they're going to the ultimate stage yeah they have but, to but how in the world do they do it that's, Ever since that's going to be the question. And I'm hoping with the transformation sequences, it's because I know at least the, that hint transformation sequence, yeah. there's more to it. I mean, it's not as bad as the, uh, the, the baby level to the rookie level. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. That was literally, it's like, like a page flip <laughs> in that <laughs> original. There was not much to that. No, they, they did. They did like the entire group in like a, like 10 seconds in the original <laughs> For that, for that, those initial digivolutions. Right. This is ain't. This is close, but it's not quite there. And it, it actually gives more. But it's like, I wish there was more connection. And because of, for the English dub, I wish they'd actually done the 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 transformation music from Digimon and yeah. not go to the Japanese music that we hear throughout most of this. Don't get me wrong, I do like Digimon are back again. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that's like the only concession they were able to make yeah. for this because of the budget. I just wish there was they had done just a touch more for the English version to kind of give us more of that original yeah. or Digimon feel, basically. Yeah, agreed. But anyway. Yeah. That being said, while I know you're a Digimon fan, mm-hmm. you got to have something to dislike about the movie. Oh, yeah. At least one thing. So oh, yeah. what do you got for me? All right. So I'm going to go, you know, kind of. Not in particular order this time, but it's going to be be like light, light, kind of heavy. And this one's like a extreme nitpick, but um, it kind of goes back to my dislike of what they did with season two of okay. Digimon. All right, so going to my first one, um, the when Kawagamon attacks Ty and Ty gets out of the field and goes into the building, and uh, he's confronted by the Kawagamon again. And the Quagamon roars. It sounds like the T Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, I'm like, you stole that roar. <laughs> I'm like, couldn't you have had some random old white guy just go <laughs> something like that, <laughs> something like that? But like they would have done for the cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I found that I was like, oh. That's interesting. You know, I was like, wait, that's the that's the T-Rex roar from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I was like, interesting. It's like, oh, okay, you could have done something different. But there again, be like, 
Well, I mean, the Kuagumon probably aren't going to show up again, I'm guessing. So maybe they are trying to save a little bit, or at least, at least the Japanese version. Maybe that's how the Japanese version did it. I don't probably. know in the original, probably uh, original anime, and it's yeah. just what we got because of how they did this particular dub. Yeah, because that's the thing. Unlike the Saban dubs of Digimon Adventure One and Two, mm-hmm. aka Digimon Season One and Two. This is actually fairly accurate to what's actually happening in the Japanese cartoon, Japanese yeah. version of this. Agreed. They only just gave us a little bit of throwback mm-hmm. for us on the nostalgia with the one song. Right. Right. But either way, I noticed that and I was like, that's a little bit odd. Be like, yeah, I understand where be like, maybe you want to throw homage, be like, it's a monster. You want to give homage to maybe Jurassic Park. So you mm-hmm. use the roar. Either way, I just noticed that that was a little bit weird, but it was still cool. It was a little weird. Okay, that was my number one. All right. A Kawagwan sound like a T-Rex. My number one are... Well, there's two little animation hiccups, for lack of a better term. Okay. Uh, The big one, at least for me anyway, is a small continuity error... When Greymon is fighting Kuagumon, because when they go into the portal, it's daytime where Ty is. Mm-hmm. When they come out of the portal, it's, it's nighttime. nighttime. That makes it's sense. Like, and it's not that it was even sunset. Yeah. It was daytime. Yeah. They, an hour had to have transposed between those scenes. Mm-hmm. And at best, it was probably 10 minutes. Yeah. The sun don't set that fast. That is true. Didn't think about that. I would love to know what the thought process was there. Uh, for, for most people, it probably didn't matter. It's just mm-hmm. me looking going, wow, the sun sets fast in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing is, in the scene where they're all talking down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> the effect they used on the water is not layered correctly. I gotcha. The water looks like and it's gonna sound stupid, but it looks like it's floating above the riverbank. Huh. It looks like it's layered improperly, like it's not obviously it's flowing over the rocks, don't get me wrong there. Right. But I mean it looks like it's about a foot above where it's supposed to be. Okay. Like they did not like um it's it's obviously the cutouts in the water effect, because it's obviously a CG water effect. Yeah. Around where the rocks are that it's coming around in that little riverbank. But it looks like it's about standing a foot higher than where that is, for Mm. lack of a better term. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the only one who noticed this, but when I, but it just like stood out like a sore thumb. It's like I'm watching going, what is wrong with that water? That water is something bad about there. And it happens again in that, in the next scene there where Mm. it's like sunset and Ty and I think Matt's with him. I think it's another one of those Ty and Matt argument scenes that mm-hmm. aren't arguments. Right. You know the ones I mean. And right. And he's looking at the water. It's obviously the same water effect, but it's not as pronounced. I got you. Because of the, the angle. Mm-hmm. But those angles where they're at the river, and it's because it's the first time Joe actually finally meets back up with the group is the one I'm talking right. about. Right, okay. And if you go back and look, it's like, okay, yeah, there's something a little iffy there. Yeah. For the most part, it's not that big a deal. And from the angles where, from the their point of view, like when they're under the bridge, mm-hmm. it's fine. But those initial overshot views, where you're looking at it, you're going, all right, so I was going, 
that's not quite right. <laughs> right. But yeah, those little continuity animation issues were my number one dislike. Okay. What's your number two? Okay, mine, there again, it's nitpick. It's more, why Why does this character do this? This makes no sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So when Izzy is, when Izzy is having dinner with his family, with his par- with his parents, who, if you don't remember from season one, are his adopted parents. Right. Either or. So they are having their anniversary dinner and tight be like, Izzy can't make it. So Sora is trying to figure out, trying to conflict what she needs to do. And she calls Izzy. So, and he's at a French restaurant. He's at a French restaurant and uh, he's speaking French while he's speaking to her, but he tells her, Oh, I'm in my lab. What's up? Why on earth is Izzy lying to Sora about going to dinner? I don't know. Like I mean, why, it's, why, why? it's a nice little comedic bit. It's comedic, but yeah, but it's. And I, I wonder if there was something that we missed in the translation going forward. Maybe he didn't say. Sounds like he said when he was when uh, I don't remember if it was Ty or somebody else was talking to him about going to the soccer game or the band practice. He was talking know, to Ty. I don't remember if he said where he was, why he couldn't make it. No, he he told Ty that he couldn't make it because he's having. His his parents they're doing their anniversary dinner, and he's going to be there. Oh, if that's the case, then I, I, okay, that's how it is in the English version. Yes, I wonder if in the Japanese version he's not as forthcoming for some reason. That would, and that's what leads to that in that version. And here yeah. it's just like, well, we have the scene and we can't go past it because of how Blu-rays work. <laughs> right. So we have to actually have the scene. And it's a funny scene, don't get me wrong, yeah, but the setup exactly. is a little weird. Yeah, it's a all, bit odd. All it would take is Izzy to, for some reason, have to set up why he couldn't tell them where he was for the soccer game. Right. Like, I, I understand you have to you have to work within the boundaries you have. Yeah. It just was so but, odd that he, he, but he also, blatantly wh- lied to her, even though she can hear him speaking French. Yes. And he's explain. He's trying to explain it away with be like, "Well, the internet's not working very well, and the cell phone signals are True, not very that, well." That, there is that, but I'm also wondering at the same time. Uh, I don't speak French myself. Mm-hmm. But I recognize the name of French foods. Mm-hmm. You're telling me Sora doesn't recognize the name of French foods. At the same time, why don't you say, "Look, Sora, I'm busy. Hang up." <laughs> I can't help you. Yeah. It's like, hey, maybe I should walk away from the table. We're sorry, waiter. We'll come back and make our order in a second. Because apparently, I'm the only one at the table who knows French. It is in, a, in Japan. Yeah. They could probably order in Japanese, is what I'm saying. Probably. But anyway. Sorry. Yeah. I jumped on that. Oh, you're good, man. You're good. Because I had some issues with that, but it wasn't a big enough issue for me to yeah, make it a dislike. Yeah, there again, it's more of a nitpick. It's like, okay, why is, is he lying about where he's at and he's not trying to be, he doesn't want to be truthful with Sora. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't get that scene either. Yeah. I don't get it. Logic either. of it, but it's funny. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it's yeah. just the, the, the logic of it is just like, mm. okay, why is, is he lying about this? Yeah. And it's not like he really gets caught at it either. Is the no, because Sora is basically like, oh, okay. You're like, you're telling me you're, you're somewhere, you're, you're but obvi- you're, you're obviously you're busy. I'll call you later. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway. Yeah, either way, that was my nitpick, nitpick number two. What's your number dos? 
Why does every Digimon just happen to show up at the airport? Yeah. Because here's the thing. It made they sense. They weren't summoned. No, no, no. No, no. Let me, let me get on this. It made sense that Agumon would show up where Tai was. Yeah, because he was in danger. He was in danger. Why? But so he went to Tai because it obviously got there through his, and he got there through his Digivice. Yeah. So that being said, how did the other Digimon get there? Because here's the thing. It's not that they came through the Digivices because even though all the, uh, there are two Digidestined who are not at that fight, but yeah. their Digimon are. Yeah. And they even lament, oh, I can't do anything mm-hmm. if if uh, Mimi's not here. Yeah. Mimi would eventually show up. But, yeah. Uh, but why didn't, uh, not Beomon, because that's the other one, Palmon? Palmon. <laughs> why didn't Palmon show up with Mimi? Because Mimi obviously had her Digivice with her. Because yeah. why wouldn't she? How yeah, that, how, that how just that? makes no sense. How do you explain that at airport security? There's a question. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, why do you have a, a flower-based creature? Oh, my gosh, no, 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 it's I'm talking. Ta- I'm talking about the Digimon. Yeah. Why in the Digivice? What is this weird little toy thing you've got that doesn't do anything? Thing. It doesn't power on because there's no connection to the digital world. Is this a bomb? Yeah, that's a good question. The TSA was busy at this time, too, and she came from America. Yeah. I don't care. Somehow she would have had to been checked, and this little thing would have popped up. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe it masked because it's technically a digital device. I don't know. No. I don't know. Maybe there's a masking thing, and and the x-ray didn't pick it up. I don't know. No. Who knows? But there's that weird thing. And then the other one doesn't go to Joe. The other one. Um. Gobamon. Gobamon. Gobamon doesn't go to Joe, which, honestly, that would make more sense than Gobamon saying, well, I don't care what y'all are doing. I'm going to go find Joe. Yeah. It's like, I know you can't do anything, Gobamon, but you don't know where Joe is. You don't know this town. It's been a while. Someone's going to pick you up and think you're a lost animal and throw you in the zoo. I'm sorry. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Or you'll be dissected because, hey, it ain't like the government, the shady government agents we get no explanation for in this movie. Yeah. Actually exactly. helped him, which they obviously, honestly should have, which more on that here in a minute. <laughs> anyway, what's oh, my third Oh my dislike? gosh, my third dislike. Now granted, this is an extreme nitpick and this, this story point drove me nuts in the original series or the second series. All right. So I am going to, I'm going to throw this one out there. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So when TK is at his house, he's talking to somebody on the phone, but he's typing, he's on a website and it's talking to other Digidescent around the world. Right. That irked me (laughs) because it arcs back to a story arc called, if I remember correctly, it's the uh, Digi World Tour where the Digidestined go around the world trying to find all the other Digidestined to go uh, somehow to, you know, bring them all together to, you know, fight evil or whatever. You mean like Willis? Yeah. Yeah. Willis, he doesn't show up, which is like. First not. He's a movie character. He's a movie. Simply movie. No one cares about Willis. Yeah. No one cares. Except every person in that movie all throughout when they had to find a way to connect these three shorts (laughs) together. Sorry. Uh, but what you talk about, Willis? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go watch that episode or listen to that episode, actually. Uh, listen to that episode anyway, because it's funny. It is funny. Uh, 
so so it's this whole thing that all these kids had watched the 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 fight with um what what is that oh come on head in my head um the the big fight where omnimon showed up diaboramon diaboramon be like apparently when all the kids back in 1998 <laughs> watch the big fight between omnimon and diaboramon 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 thank you cuz it's going to be the japanese version uh, pronunciation of diablo so yeah. diaboro diaboramon yeah. like now granted internet in 1999 <laughs> 1998 <laughs> they had live tv back then eh that's true. it wouldn't have been you know second per second but it would have been enough and you can't tell me that they would not be with, with that kind of a of a tragedy is the wrong term <laughs> but that kind of large scale event that there wouldn't be some transferring of the japanese footage around the world yeah i would agree i agree with you there Here's my problem. Okay, so with season one, it was unique because you had a bunch of kids who were chosen, destined to uh, save the digital world. So then you get season two where you get a bunch of other Digidestined who are chosen, Digidestined, to defend the world, defend the digital world and the real world. Mm -hmm. So now you go into this, oh, all these other kids who saw the saw you know saw this fight are now digidescent. So Shouldn't now that be every child in the world. Yeah, because that would have been news. Yeah, that would have been well. It was more that like they had to watch the stream. They had to watch the video. Once again, this would have been on the nightly news. Yeah, probably if this happened. Yeah, but it's just to you me, you would have seen it on KLTV probably, around here. Probably so. For me, it was also this is your excuse for the Digimon uh, digital pet you could get at the time that this is technically all based on. Yeah, it's all based on the uh, video on the Tamagotchi. Uh, Tamagotchi, not Tamagotchi itself, but a Tamagotchi like thing. Yeah, which were made by the same same person apparently. Anyway, either way, um, that be like that in itself like takes away the uniqueness. Be like, oh, you're destined to do this. So now it's becomes kind of. It's become muddled. It's become watered down. Where, oh, everybody has a Digimon now. It's like, okay. okay. Whole, the whole uniqueness of this is completely gone now. I get what you're and it saying. it frustrated me beyond belief. I get what you're saying. Yes. Do not get me wrong. Right. However. Okay. It makes perfect sense to me why more and more people would get Digimon as time went on. Now that the there is a connection and a way to get... Digimon back and forth, and there's mm -hmm. a way for Digimon to connect to other human children. Uh, and the and my excuse for this is internet. Yeah, I understand. Think that. about it. In 1998, like you said, almost none of us had internet. Yeah, none and, of us. Well, I mean, I think I had internet, but it wasn't much. I I, was, I had dial-up, <laughs> which was internet technically. Yeah, it was dial-up. But was it was, but if you think about it, going all the way back to. Uh, all the other thing, it started. It, it starts with a few people having access to the internet, and it yeah. slowly grows until like now. I think it's ninety percent of the globe. The globe has access to the internet in one yeah. form or another, right? So it makes sense that as the internet would grow, the digital world would 
grow as they would all become more interconnected. I agree with you there. There's more Digimon coming out and as more humans are connected to the internet, it makes more sense they would connect to Digimon. Right. So there's more new Digi-Destined, probably to a point where come, let's just say 2050, mm. as an extreme far out date for this, there might be a point where every human has a Digi-Partner. Right. Much like the avatars that we saw in Summer Wars. That is true. That's my only little throwback here it's like it makes sense that there would be a growth of data because think yeah. about it uh and, and it would grow exponentially because it, like it's not like you add five more or ten more you probably added what a hundred more something like that it's probably like what uh by the end of that there's probably like maybe a hundred did you destined probably total maybe by that point yeah it's not unique anymore it's yeah. like you said it's not a special anymore yeah but that just is because the two worlds are Becoming merging, merging. becoming one. Yeah, and I honestly think that's why, starting with the with uh, season three, they wiped the slate clean and got it back to just a couple people having Digimon. Yeah, and even and even in that one, it grew to like thirty before the end of that season. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I I agree with you there. Uh, I just found that very annoying because at the very end of the show, it really had no impact. Be like you had all these digestions, but the story was completely dropped. Except like it was I more bet than that's because they had no idea what to do with the world that they set up. Probably, and but it also makes sense. And you have to think about this if you're going to make an honest um, sequel mm-hmm. to what they did in Digimon Adventure Season Two. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff you don't like, you have to at least acknowledge. I agree. I completely agree with that. They had to you acknowledge know, it. You know I'm a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. And you know that on that over there is a movie I absolutely hate that has Star Trek on the name of it. Yeah. And you know for a fact that I own seven different copies right now of that same movie. Yeah. Because I had to complete the collection. Mm-hmm. That's just the thing. Yeah. And I would completely admittedly, agree with you. Star Trek has not done a real big job of acknowledging the existence of said movie yeah after that point but it's still there yeah be like yeah i completely agree with you they they, they do have to you have acknowledge, to acknowledge it. your bad points yeah you do and that was obviously maybe a low point in the series that's why they felt a need to reboot for season three yeah probably and but when they ha- made this it's like well we have to at least acknowledge it it makes sense at this point that relationship because their lives are going forward and they can't mm. be all around the world all the time. It makes sense in what is this like 2002, 2003 when this is probably taking place. This movie. Yeah. Uh, it's not in 2020. No, it's even two, though they have iPhones. 2014. <laughs> but they're in high school. Wait, where were they in Digimon season two when, or tie in them? They, they were in junior high, weren't they? Uh, they were 11, so they would have been, they would have just been going into junior high. Right. And they, they're not freshmen here, but they're all four, uh, both, both, uh, ages are at least now in high school, even TK and Kyrie are in high school. Yeah. So that means, and in, in Japanese high school, that means that they are, um, at least TK and Kyrie are, uh, they were at least within three years of each other. Yeah. So that's probably at least six years 
And the first show was like, what, 95? No, it was a 98, 99. I'm talking about when, not when it came out, when it took place. Yeah. There again, I I'm, don't I don't know that date because I, I know I, I know I'm kind of digging in a little too deeply here, but I'm thinking this had to have taken place around the year 2000. Roughly is roughly when this is taking yeah, place. Agreed. Which doesn't go with their phones, but whatever. New I, I, I'll let I'll let that slide here. Yeah, we didn't have smartphones in the year 2000, but you. Anyway, there again, be like the the. I, I'm going to assume the Marvel rules of time usage, where everything's on a sliding scale in the comics. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just whatever they need the technology to be at that time. Yeah, but it makes sense that even then, it might have been reduced to a chat room. Yeah, chat room back in the '90s, a uh, Facebook Messenger group nowadays, right, or Discord. Right. Discord group. It could be one of those things. And honestly, that's probably as far as it goes because they none of the Digi Destined until this movie have been able to get to their Digimon, right? Right. So obviously the excitement of be, of there being hundreds of Digi Destined has dropped off. Yeah. And it's back to where we were before the Digi Destined thing happened. Right. That's just my only... Obviously there'd be, still be some connection. Yeah. I understand where you're coming at it mm. from, but this is... The only way I can rationalize yeah, why... You, this, I get it. This is how you acknowledge where the series was when it ended mm-hmm. and and launch off from there. Oh, yeah. And plus, fun fact, with season two, apparently the original staff actually went on strike. They said, nope, we don't like the way this story's going. We're mad at the director or mad at the studio, whatever. So they changed the ending. They changed the uh, like the third act. They changed it because we were like, nope, we don't want to do this. So they literally changed it. So that's why the the ending of season two is so bizarre and so weird. Because the uh, the staff went on strike and just did their own thing. So, yeah, that's my number three. I know it's a weird gripe. But I understand why they had to do it. Yeah. I just don't like it. it. It's just one of those things where it's like, I would have been fine if we had not acknowledged this at all. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. But anyway. And there again, be like. And, and plus, if th- it also makes sense that Izzy would want to be double checked. It's like, hey, is this happening everywhere or is it just here? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Izzy. It was TK. Either way. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> Izzy would have probably been doing it too. Let's be honest. Probably. He just showed it being TK. Yeah. Uh, my last dislike. Okay. This. Shady government agency is shady. Yeah, agreed. Now, this is one of those things that's going to fall off for me. As a, as a big dislike, probably going forward, because they're going to have to explain something about this government agency right. at some point. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to for this story to make any amount of sense. But in this particular movie, their entire... I, I mean, they have probably have no way of fighting a Digimon outside of the Digidestined. Mm-hmm. And they're awfully convenient showing up Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> But they explain nothing to these kids. No. They tell them nothing. I mean, Daigo eventually at least does tell Matt and, T- and Ty what's kind of going on, but doesn't go into a lot of detail. Right. But at the same time, it's not like they're, they're, they're them as an agency, they're not doing anything to support them other than, oh, you need to all get to the airport. We can do that right quick, but then we're just going to leave you to the to the Kuagumon. Hope yeah. you survive. Thanks. <laughs> and, then, and then later on, and they don't do, they don't really even get involved 
with the kids' investigation. Mm -hmm. At the very least, the shady government agency should be telling the kids what they know. And I don't just mean what Daigo told them. Because mm -hmm. obviously Daigo didn't tell them everything. There's no way that's all the, the government agency knew yeah. about what was going on. Because they knew exactly where to take the kids. They knew exactly where Grey Mom went. Whether that was a 10 minute sunset or not. <laughs> they knew at least, they have at least more of an idea of what's going on. And they knew who the Digidestined are. And these are high school kids. They know who the Digidestined mm -hmm. are. And they're high school kids. They even knew somehow, hey, we need to get Mimi back to Japan just in time for the mm -hmm. Kawagamon to show up. Let's transfer her dad back to Japan. Pretty much. Awfully convenient, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. It's got to be the work of the shady government organization. Or just plot convenience. One of the two. <laughs> one of the I two. prefer <laughs> to think shady government organization is taking care of all the plot convenience stuff. So you have a good excuse. That is true. I don't know if that's what's going on. But if the sh if shady government agency does not start giving us real answers mm -hmm. in the next, at least the next four episodes, because by five, we ought to have at least have a 90% idea of what's going on mm -hmm. and are just trying to figure out the last bit of it uh, going into future so we can have our, our big, awesome, giant fight. Mm -hmm. Um but the shady government agency doesn't even care here to care about the safety of these kids. Yeah. And they can't don't, do anything. Bye. <laughs> and despite the fact they get Mimi there, they don't even bother trying to get Joe. No. They don't even know where Joe is. Apparently. But Govamon does. <laughs> Govamon somehow does. I guess he could probably track him through his digivice because of the connection and all that. Right. Still, because and they didn't help Govamon get, get to Joe because Govamon just goes. And I'm thinking, and like I said earlier, Gomamon, you will be found by animal control <laughs> in a heartbeat. Thrown into a pound and Joe... More of an aquarium than anything. Because he's a seal. <laughs> still, uh, he, he's still going to have to go and probably pay a hefty fine to get, <laughs> get, his to get Gomamon out of, uh, out of pet jail. Why is this thing talking to us? Be, and of course, they'd have to make his, this excuse like uh, Stitch. Oh, he's just a weird kind of... Uh, Dog. dog. <laughs> it's like, this is a dog. He has flippers. <laughs> and he talks. And he talks. It's like, well. He doesn't know um, when to shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shady government agency. You want to give me a hand with this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, to I totally see that point. Where that would be kind of a funny side point. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, how did Goldman get there? That's <laughs> far funnier than, oh, hi, uh, Sora. I'm. I'm Izzy at a French restaurant, but I don't want to tell you, you I'm a French, French restaurant. restaurant. I'm just going to continue ordering in French, French and pretend that somehow a the auto translation that did not has never existed on phones, even on my super fancy phone, is somehow shorting out and translating everything into French for you, only you to hear. And for some reason, I'm telling you about a lot of French cuisine. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Be funnier uh. having to get. Go Mamon out of pet jail. <laughs> out of the pound. Uh, I can see that conversation. It's like that this thing been is funnier. This thing is talking to me. That What's going on? That would have been far funnier. Agreed. And it would have a lot more app it would give us a lot more of a good um release after that big fight. And anyway. 
calm down, a little humor. Yeah, a little bit they of humor. They can pick it up again. Now we can start getting into the mystery and introducing all the mysterious elements and Izzy's weird chat room for Digimon that they can somehow get into through any yeah, screen ever. Weird. It's like, if you can do that, why can't you get to the Digimon world? There's your question for the night. Oh, here's a here's another one. If you, you can get to your network, why can't you get to the digital world? And also, they do mention that Jenna, they call him Jenna, it's actually Jenai. Yeah, Jenna. Oh, yeah, it'd be like, oh, they he's... They said Jenai. Yeah. They yeah. didn't say Jenna, they said Jenai. Oh, it's Jenai, okay. I, 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 heard, I heard something before, and it was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. But apparently, Jenai, Jenai is in cahoots with these guys and feeding them information but at the same time he didn't feed them all the information and they can't get in contact with him that he only feeds information when he wants to which exactly is perfect old style guru mm-hmm. exactly yeah. the shady government organization needs to be working just a little more closely Sleep. with the digi destined is all i'm saying yeah exactly because here's the thing the shady government organization even if they've got some stuff to hide involved with uh Alphamon and mm-hmm. whatever the main villain of this thing is going to be, mm-hmm. they kind of need to you know, let the Digidestined get their pants out of the, their the pants out of the fire. You know what I mean? Right. They need to be working with them. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, we might learn more in part two. Maybe, maybe not. We'll find out. Anyway, that brings us to the end of our review. So we need to rate this thing. Yeah, I'm giving it an eight. This is setting up a lot of good stuff going forward. Agreed. But, and by itself, it does a good job. Mm-hmm. But there, like I said, I got those little bit of issues. And if stuff fixes, I mean, my overall rating, I'm assuming at the end of this, we are going to give an overall rating for all six movies. Right. We haven't talked about that. I'm just bringing it up now. Good idea. Um, I'm assuming it's going to, this might, where everything else, this might raise a little higher than eight. Mm-hmm. This is assuming they actually answer a lot of questions. Hopefully. We've got six movies to do it in, so why not? Um, But yeah, I'm giving it an eight because this is still just a fun action movie and it's setting up a lot of good stuff and a lot of good character development. And I am curious to see who Mako and Meiku on are. Mm -hmm. Same here. I reflect that sentiment exactly. It's an eight. Uh, Great setup. Uh, gives you great story de- character development, great story. Um, there again, there are some little little things here and there we don't know about, like how the Digimon popped up, except Agumon. Be like all these what we just talked about our dislikes. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed it and extremely looking forward to what happens in the second episode, the second movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. All right. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Next week, we are, of course, jumping into part two determination. Mm-hmm. And our trivia for that episode is okay. going to be because Digimon Adventure Try uses the original Japanese music, with the exception of Digimon are back again, we get to hear an instrumental version in different spots of the soundtrack of the original Japanese Digimon theme song. What is the theme song's name? Don't answer. Mm-hmm. But that's my trivia question for next week. All right. Uh, do we have anything else? Uh, just for the, for those of you who know, we are going to do a special review 
of Spider-Man No Way Home exclusively for our patrons. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get on top of that, get, get, get go a, onto our Patreon, sign up at the ten dollar level. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to release it. And uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. If you're you a geek out, probably for at least half an hour. Yeah, exactly. If not more. Yeah. So if you want exclusive more content, go to the Patreon, go to the ten dollar level, and listen to us geek out about right. Spider-Man No Way Home. And uh, yeah, other than that. Uh, This has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we will catch you in the next frame. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. Also on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. I don't get to it as often as I like, but... Uh, join me there. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Jacob E. Heron, on Twitter at Jacob Heron, and Letterbox at Jacob Heron. So where can they find you, Drew? You can also follow me on Letterbox at GGeorge759, Facebook as Drew Dodgen, uh, my Facebook page where you can see pictures I've taken at Drew's Photo Bin. You can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can email us at the Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Cellcast Gaming. You can also follow us on YouTube at Cellcast. Listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and your favorite podcast directory. You can also listen to us on the Movie of the Week podcast with Jim Heron, where we talk about live action movies. And remember... Cell is a single L. L.